welcome to the Weekly Walker H-Down, coming to you from the hub of the community, Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. I'm Rusty Witcher, joined by Susan Lime. Hi, Susan. Hey, Rusty. So, it's a glorious summer day. It is. It's beautiful outside. It's Tuesday. We're Tuesday, and first things first, we're not going to be back till July. Taking a little break. Taking a little break. I do have a lot of people that keep saying, now, did you record last week? Yes. Well, did you record the week before? I don't know. I can't keep track. Yeah, it's up on the, we've got it on Facebook. It's up. That's true. It's up there, all the listing on Podbean. You can find us if you want to look. We're visible. That's true. So I have to tell you a little story. Okay, tell me a little story. Yesterday, we took advantage of a wonderful opportunity that is actually coordinated through the Heston Public Library with a gift from the Charlotte Jost Trust. I want to make sure that I acknowledge that. But the library has these little packs that are called Expedition Packs. Uh And if you go online to the Heston Public Library website and look under Expedition Packs, you can see that information. You could also stop at the desk and get a pamphlet. So an expedition pass is something that the library has purchased, and it allows you to check it out, and then you can go to a variety of places. And I went with nine other people, nine, Nine. so a total of ten of us, Uh went to Tanganyika Wildlife Park west of um, Heston, see, that's all I think about, (laughs) west of Wichita (laughs) and near Goddard. and It's kind of technically west of Heston. Well, that is true, in a line. Anyway, uh, we went and we spent several hours there. It was a nice, cool day. And as a part of, not only did we get free admission Mm -hmm. because we had these passes, but we got to feed up to five uh, at little different stations. We fed a giraffe. Some people fed um, some little ring-tailed, I don't know. I've ring-tailed never... lemur. Okay, Sorry, okay. I started to say ring-tailed, then I couldn't think of okay. it. Anyway, it's just such a nice thing. And, oh, wow. and I cool. I looked at the uh, cost, and I'm going to underestimate it, but I think it was going to be $34 per okay. person. And there were 10 of us, and we didn't break any rules. The expedition pass could be checked out to do different, two different families. Okay. And so two different families checked it out. And I was one of them. And so wow. anyway, all we just had a great day. Cool. And I think we need to value that and also utilize it. So, uh, you know, I'm going to be living with a person that's going to have more free time coming up. <laughs> you, you keep and mentioning that. I do. And we're just going to go. Like, we're going to go to the Wichita Art oh. Museum, Cosmosphere, okay. several of the water parks. So I wanted to start by plugging that because we know the Heston Public Library is a hub of the okay. community. Yes. But also the hub of the community are some of our businesses, which yes, you and have we, and we have one today. Yes, today. I mean, Larry Fuquay is joining us. Larry, welcome to the podcast. Glad you're here, we're here with us. Thank you. Glad so, here. you know. This is a kind of a mon- monumental time for Fuqua Insurance. It's going to be your 50th anniversary coming up here on June 23rd. That's a celebration. Um, you've been in the business for a long time, but I don't think you've always been in insurance. What, what did you do before that? Well, when I graduated from college, uh-huh. I <clears throat> moved to Heston as a teacher. I was okay. hired here as a, a math teacher. And All right. Actually, in the middle of the year, I graduated mid-year, and uh, they were one math teacher short. Okay. So I was hired as the... The first semester as a middle school math teacher. Right. Then I taught high school math for the next four years. Okay. And then you made the transition into insurance. Correct. Okay. So talking about the teaching, because I know Susan's a former teacher and she loves to talk teaching. What did you most like or what was great about the teaching? You know, I was pretty young. I was only 23. Right. Um, I also coached. Okay. That, I would yeah. have to say I like the coaching the best. I, I can understand, yeah. Uh, 
that was back in the day when there were only two coaches. Uh-huh. In fact, there may have only been three coaches in the whole high school, so we coached a little bit of everything. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So cool. how and many I, different sports have, like, if you think back, can you name the different sports that you coached? Uh, basketball, football, and track. Wow. Yeah, that, that, so you were coaching something all the time, basically. Yep, yep, yep. That's okay. crazy. Wow, that's that's so cool. So making the transition, what about has been great about being part of the insurance world? Oh, it's it's been a great career. Mm-hmm. Uh, city, the city of Heston, uh, the people in Heston, we've had we've had a lot of loyalty from, from mm-hmm. our clients, uh, a lot of longtime clients. Although we do business in a lot of other places, right. not, not just Heston, but. Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy visiting with people, helping people with with their insurance needs. It's it's been a it's been a, a good ride. Right, right, right. Um, how has you know times are ever changing. Everything business have to change and adapt. How has Fuquay Insurance had to change and adapt over those years? What what did you notice? What stuck out in your mind? Well, of course, everybody says technology, mm-hmm. and of course, right. technology. The first technology that I can remember that was a change is I have kind of a story I can tell. Oh, about uh, yeah, sure. I went to a meeting. Uh, I don't have any idea where it was or, or who the speaker was, mm-hmm. but the speaker made the comment. He said, it's not if you get a fax machine, it's when, when you, you get, get a fax okay. machine. Okay. <laughs> and, and that was probably, I don't know, that may have been in the late 70s, <laughs> early 80s. What I'm, were you thinking? Were you thinking, I'm not getting a I fax think, machine? What am I going to need that for? Right. Yeah. Well, now a fax machine is... Antiquated. Antiquated. Yeah. yeah. So sure. that was the first thing. So, yeah, technology has changed everything. We've, we've, had, to get, we've had to get a lot bigger, uh, and we've done that mm-hmm. over the years. Uh, but technology allows you to do that. Yeah. And you don't just have a branch in Heston. Where else where else do you have branches? We have a we have an office in Newton. Okay. Uh, we we bought a small agency in Newton in the year two thousand. That was the year that my son Chad came to work okay. at the in the agency. And then we bought an agency in Lindsburg. There was a guy up there that was retiring. So we have uh, three people three okay. people in Lindsburg. All and right. then we have our Heston office. Interesting uh, side note, the 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 fellow that runs our Lindsburg office has Hessen ties. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mike, Mike, Mike Dreyer. Dreyer. Mike Dreyer, yeah. Most yeah. of you, some of you might remember his yeah. dad, Vern, who's, mm-hmm. who did the uh, irrigation service for mm-hmm. many, many years. So. And mm-hmm. also was a teacher. Band teacher. And was band a band teacher. teacher. Band. Vern and I were both uh, Bethany College graduates. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So nice is, connection there. So is Mike, his son. Yeah, so. I think that's right. Did, Mike did go to Bethany. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, got some ties there that mm-hmm. definitely roots everywhere else. So. Right. Looking back on your career, what were some of the most challenging times for our community and how those times related to your company? Challenging times for our for the community? The community and the company, how they related to, to the company, to Fuquay Insurance. Well, March 13th of I, 1990 I, was, I, a, I, was a pretty uh, yeah. You remember that day? Date. I remember, <laughs> remember that day very well. Yeah. Yeah. I can uh, imagine. So that was definitely a challenging right. time. People had to wonder what was going to happen with their mm-hmm. homes blown away. Some of you who weren't here then, that was the day of the Heston tornado. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that was a kind of a big deal in town uh, and, a, yes. and a pretty big deal for those of us in the insurance industry at that yeah. time. That was probably the the one date that would stick out. Yeah, I can I can imagine that. That's the yeah. type of, I mean, I don't know how that, how does something like that keep you up at night or I don't know. I mean. You know, uh, it would now. Mm-hmm. Because we are a lot bigger now than right. we were then. At that point, we were we were not real real big into the property casualty okay. side of it. We had we had 
probably 50 claims, but if that happened now, we'd have 300 claims. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it would be a it would be a huge deal. Yeah. So. Yeah. What I'm I just think back, you know, us for who've lived in Heston all their lives. You, that day is so etched in your memory, or who've lived here during that time. It's such a, such a was such a weird day, a strange day all around. Right, all around. And sometimes you get signs that that's coming with the weather, but no. there's not a lot you can do. You can't right. you can't move your whole entire home underground. No. I mean, you can hopefully have your important documents and things in line. Right. So, right. not only do you are you on the insurance side of things, but Larry, you're also a member of the city council and. I like to ask, what do you think the most challenging thing that H-Town residents are going to be facing? But also on the flip side, what makes H-Town so great in your opinion? Well, I think, you know, uh, the things that we're going to be facing, of course, everybody knows there's a little inflation going on right now. And and everybody's concerned about their taxes. And and, um, I've been on the city council now for, I guess, seven years. Okay. This is the eighth, I guess. one thing I've been impressed about our city is that the, the management in the past and current management has done a great job. Uh, we're able to do a lot of things in, in the city without raising the mill levy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really haven't raised the mill levy on the city side for, I don't know, I'm not sure how many years, but it's been a long time. Uh, we are having to do that this year just slightly because we've had to, in order to keep up with um, with our neighbors on the on the salary side, we've had right. to raise some raise some payroll. So we've had to we're going to have to raise a mill levy, but it's only like one mill, I think. Yeah. So we're still by far the lowest um, lowest Absolutely. mill levy on the, on the city side in in the county by, mm-hmm. by a significant difference. You know, the best thing about Heston is we're just just what I mentioned. We're we're able to do a lot of things. Uh, we're we're fortunate to have some industry here that helps our tax yeah. base and. That allows us to do things that some towns can't do, and it's it's a great place to live, and a great place to to raise a family. And yeah, I think, I think that's evident from the the families that we have moving in here. Absolutely, right. I think one thing that we've stated before, and we'll state again because we kind of live and die with that is there's a lot going on. If if you're kind of bored on Heston, it's your own fault. There's so much going on, whether it's ball games for the kids, rec stuff, art programs. I mean, there is a lot going on. It's a really neat place. I mean, or leisure activities, you know, golf courses. We have an amazing parks, great parks for a town of our size. we got all these great parks. Yeah. Walkable. Yeah, it's it's Mm -hmm. phenomenal. But coming up for you guys, big day. I mean, 50 years. Yeah, it's fifty years this month. Fifty uh, years this month. Okay. Do you know? Do you have the exact date? When? When is it? Oh, uh, I well, I quit teaching in in the end of the year in seventy three. Okay. 73, okay. So started right in the insurance. Okay. So it was. It was. I just always say first part of June. Perfect. So it's Perfect. this month uh, of uh, <clears throat> nineteen seventy three. Yeah. So what are we doing? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, so we, I mean, it's Friday, June 23rd, the big celebration. Yeah, we're, tell, tell us a little about this. We're going to have an open house at the office okay. here, here in Heston from 3 to 5. Okay, great. Have some refreshments. Our, one of our good clients, the uh, the Lincoln Perk, is going to provide uh, oh, perfect. some refreshments for us. So perfect. It's open to the community, mm-hmm. so whoever wants to come. And then that night... Uh, <clears throat> we're having a, a battle of the bands. I know. I saw that. I've seen the a flyers. Yeah. Little story about okay. how that came about. One of our one of our office one of our mem- uh, employees, uh-huh. which is the guy that's running our Lindsberg office, Mike Mike, Mike Dreyer. Mike was a, a music major, and yes. mm-hmm. pretty much ever since he got out of college, he's in, been involved in some type of music, and he's been in a band 
called the Blades. I've heard them play. They're pretty and good. They're awesome. The Blades are really good, and they're a, I think they're a, they're a brass band. Yeah. And uh, they're located. I think several of their members are located out of Slinem. Well, anyway, we also have a a, a local group called the Sazanax. The Sazanax, they're also and, pretty good too. I'm not sure how this came about, but they decided <laughs> to have a battle of the bands. So this... we're going they're going to be out at the golf course. They're going to set up up on the driving range, I think. Okay. And, uh, Everybody's invited to come and uh, bring their lawn chairs and listen to, and I guess we'll we'll be having a little cup there for donations to a local charity. I'm not sure what that charity is. Okay, great. What time is it on June 23rd, Friday? I think it's 7.30. Sounds good. Right? I don't know. I, have, I've, I've, I've seen, I just keep saying the battle for the bands thinking, this is going to be pretty cool. It's evening <laughs> after I supper. I think it's 7.30 to 9.30. That's going to be great. Yeah. That's This is really neat. I mean, not yeah. only you get to come out and have a, you know, have a cool, relaxing beverage, listen to really good music, celebrate Fuquay Insurance. What what a cool night. Well, and what I... Go ahead. I'm sorry. We just hope that the weather's nice. Right. We really don't have a rain day for it. <laughs> right. If it's raining, we'll probably have to cancel. Yeah. Well, we will very much be like praying to the uh, universe to be kind on that day. Right. What I think is kind of fun is we used Sassanex a couple years ago when we were mm-hmm. um, having rec events on New Year's Eve, and they did a great job. Played over at the senior center, and then. We wanted to have a Memorial Day event um, using the blades, and that was in 2021, something like that. But, you know, we never have quite had the um, opportunity to have them both at the same time. And so I think that's just going to be yeah. a whole lot of fun. And yeah. What uh, a way to celebrate 50 years. Yeah, it's it awesome. Probably, they probably, I, I would think that the Blades would know a few songs from the 70s. They play some Chicago-influenced well, stuff. Some, I, I, Talked to Mike the other day. There's mm-hmm. some of the blades that have been together since the 70s. That's okay. So. All right. Yeah, it's going to so, be fun. Yeah. So we're looking at really good music and a yeah. celebration. And what a what a phenomenal event. And the open house, don't forget about coming Swing to the by. open house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Come say hi. Come shake a hand. Come right. say congratulations. Well, definitely. And, Larry, I, I think many of us um, – are aware, but maybe not everybody is. We appreciate the investment that Fuquay has made over the years in the community. Absolutely. You know, everything from T-shirts for ball teams and um, getting behind various events with sponsorship and uh, working very intentionally to make the coverage for our school district, um, appealing on insurance and just things like that. And, you know, that's why we live in a small town, because people take care of each other and support, and it would not be that way in a bigger community, I can say from experience. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Thank you very much. Larry, do you have anything to add? I, I really don't. Okay, I, great. Well, it's been, again, a, it's been fun. Congratulations on 50 years, and, yes. and here's the 50 more. <laughs> so. Absolutely. <laughs> you so. might want to take a break, Larry. You don't have to work <laughs> well, another 50. I might want to take another break. But yeah, no, that's, that's, right. that's perfectly Well, fun. again, that is Friday, June 23rd, open house at 3 to 5, and the Battle of Bands at the golf course on the driving range from 730 to 930. That's right. So come out. Be involved. We'll, bring, we'll, bring your lawn chair. Bring a lawn chair. BYO lawn chair. Yeah. Or perhaps Rusty will be renting some at the end of the – Sidewalk or or I don't have any lawn chairs to rent. <laughs> okay. Thanks though, Susan. Now now I've got to get lawn chairs. Okay, Great. well good to know. Well, Larry, Great. thank you. You're thank welcome you to so stay, much. or yes. you can head on out for your yeah, day. Yeah, we're going to get Josh Lowe here in just a second, and Josh is going to come in and talk Harvey County ERT, and Jackie also has some library news. So, thanks again, Larry. Appreciate it. So what a fun time and what a, what a neat night, and then we're going to hear a little bit about 
something I think flies under the radar. Yeah. And you know, it really shouldn't be under the radar. (laughs) It should be on our radar because these uh, Harvey County employees, it's kind of fun to have, um, have a smattering of people from the yes. county. Last week we had Lynette Reddington. So mm-hmm. if you did not listen to the podcast from last week, be sure that you uh, mm-hmm. hit that one when you get ready to play. But yes. hi, it's good to see you. Hi, Thanks Josh, for joining you? us. Thanks for coming in. I'm good. Great. So, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became a member of the Harvey County Sheriff's Department. Okay. Well, I first started my law enforcement career up here in Newton. Okay. From 2006 to 2014. All right. um, and from there, I handled a dog in North Newton Okay. Uh, until her retirement in 21. And then after that, I came to the sheriff's office. And shortly after I got promoted to sergeant, um, it was about t- 2010 when I finished my basic for the SWAT team, for ERT. Okay. So been around a, been, been around, been around a while. So. I have been around Good a little deal. bit. Well, Josh, tell us a little bit about what exactly Harvey County ERT is and what goes into mem- being a member of this group. Because I know people have probably heard of this, but they don't probably know. So maybe you can help fill in some of those gaps. Yeah. Um, so basically, emergency re- ERT stands for Emergency Response mm-hmm. Team. So most people know us as like the SWAT team. Um, but being a member of that, we're a multi-jurisdictional team. So we consist of like Newton PD mm-hmm. guys, other jurisdictions like the county, Harvey mm-hmm. County, and then... Uh, the other cities have the opportunity to put guys on as well. Okay. Um, it's volunteer as okay. far as like when, if you want to do it. Hmm. Um, so usually, obviously, the cities compensate their employees, but it's volunteer whether or not you want to join. Okay. Um, and we have a, obviously, we have a testing process, right. interview process. Um, How many members, um, roughly? If you count everybody, uh, I would say probably around 20. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, we're we're not a huge team, but we're mm-hmm. a smaller county as well. Right. So. Yeah, the smallest county in Kansas. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Good job on that geography. Yeah. Hey, Kansas Geo, Mr. Barker, sixth grade. Here we go. I got that down. Yeah. So anyway, um, what kind of training on top of the law enforcement do, does ER member do ERT members undertake? And maybe how often do you guys have to do like specialized training? I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of guessing that there might be, like, I'm going to use the National Guard as like the the. Um, the uh, analogy there where they're doing the one week in a month or what, but I don't know what goes in the training process and, and how often do you guys do this? So, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, so we, we basically have to have an extra 232 hours a year okay. of specialized training. Okay. Um, we meet normally once a month for a 12 hour training day. Okay. Um, that on top of that, if you have any specialties, you know, if you're a sniper, if you do less lethal stuff, if you're an okay. instructor, you have hours on top of that. Okay. So that's why we kind of separate our snipers out because they have to have additional extra training. So okay. Yeah, it's it's quite a bit, and then that's on top of your law enforcement training, just the basic stuff, okay. which is forty hours. So that's a that's a lot of extra training. That's a, it is. That's a lot of different stuff and probably different tactics you guys are using or learning that than you would normally employ in that type of thing. Absolutely, it's it's. It's a more advanced um, mm-hmm. group when you go into it. It goes more in depth than everything. Right. Okay. I guess I, I might jump in and say, so do you feel like Harvey County is well prepared? Oh, we are. Uh, we're, we're in our region for sure. We're more one of the more prepared teams. Okay. Um, and a lot of the state uses our region as an example. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. How great. we're set up. Great. That, that's that's. A I good think idea. people, yeah, once people kind of start thinking about this, I can imagine that they might say, 
oh, I didn't even think that you had to have a special team. But to hear that we do, that should give people reassurance and that um, that that team is functioning well is encouraging too. Absolutely. Okay. So here's my, this is my, this is my favorite question to compose, but what has been the strangest call that ERT has to, had to respond? Not, not the most dangerous or life-threatening, but one where everyone stood afterwards, man, that was weird. Yeah. And I thought about this for a while, but, um, so we go to other jurisdictions okay. too, when they call for our help. Um, and the one I can, that, that brings my memory or something like that would be we responded to a grocery store hostage okay like they had like a, a bomb threat and people were viewing the videos from somewhere else mm-hmm. we didn't know that at the time so they had hostages in the in the, the store um, so we we, we kind of had you know little information but they were also making some strange requests okay and we had to get into the store figure out what was going on and at the end they were they it was like the first uh, like a spoof type call um, oh. where we, we had all these teams respond and it was the first one where like I mean they had people doing strange things inside the store with this threat mm-hmm. and, but there's no no suspects on scene it was interesting okay. it was actually like a national thing they had numerous all over the mm. country oh wow but it was like the first and that was several years ago it was okay. like the first one that kind of like the the in unfortunately the the beginning stage of swatting almost yes, yeah. That, yeah I would say it's like the, the first thing that I could think about uh-huh. when, 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 I, when I describe it would be like yeah. almost like that. Huh. And then you, and then you're probably mind blown afterwards. You're kind of trying to process this going, Whoa, this got strange real quick. And yeah, it, it, it didn't take long. And, and, and just all the resources we threw at that. Cause I mean, we have people inside that can't leave that are scared to leave. Right. Um, and multi teams, you know, we work with a lot of teams in our region and that it, it was a, it was crazy. And I believe like, it. that was a weird thing. That, that's the it. weirdest one I could get. So, Josh came on because I was prompted by Chief Eilert to okay. bring him on about and to talk a little bit about this fireworks stand. We're heading towards the 4th of July, celebrating independence. Tell us about this fireworks stand and maybe where it's located. Well, the fireworks stand for us is probably our biggest uh, revenue okay. for the team. So, we it's it's run by the Friends of Harvey County ERT. Okay. Uh, so we're a 5013C, mm-hmm. um, and that's where we get our most of our funding. Besides okay. the, we have a small amount that comes from like Newton PD and right. the county. Uh, they, right. We're budgeted, um, but this this goes into just strictly for training. you guys yes, and you guys more training yeah. equipment um, that we may not have access to. Right. Um, it's it's our it's our biggest fundraiser that we do, and it's at B&B Lumber, which is I believe it's 1601 West First in Newton. Okay. Old the old Kmart essentially. Yeah, the old yeah, Kmart. The yes. Old Kmart. Good, nice drop in. Well, season. I yeah. mean, you know, rock and roll. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what can people purchase? I mean, I'm guessing that's probably pretty extensive. Yes, um, we try to carry everything that's legal. Right. I mean, everything that you'd want in a fireworks stand that we can sell, mm-hmm. we we grab it. Okay. Um, and we've done it for, uh, heck, I, I, it's, it's been numerous years now. Okay. So we, we, we try to make sure we have a good selection. We go to the shows to see what they have, huh. anything new that comes out. Um, oh, dang, what a burden to go watch fireworks shows. Oh, now, you know what's going to happen. Rusty's going to say, well, you guys need supervision. I'll just come with you. No, <laughs> I put my supervision in, in times with fireworks, but that'd be that'd be kind of cool to go watch. Oh, this is a new one. Yeah. I'm, so what dates are you all open? Uh, yeah, you know, it's at the end of the month when they start selling it. Okay. Dates. Um, 
but it's run by just team members and family members and those that are willing to volunteer their time because we're not paid for that. Sure. Right. So it's one of those things where uh, we, the team works really hard to make sure we're staffed and all night long when it's right. when the tents closed. Yeah, because you got to have someone watching this stuff too. Yes. I mean, that, that's yes. a lot of investment in there. Um, personally, what's your favorite firework? Ooh, I like I like mortars. Okay, I'm with you. When they're I'm done correctly, yes, and they're dangerous. So, that, but I, I like a good mortar. <laughs> I do too. I do too. Those are those are, have always been my favorite. Um, maybe do you know? Do you have any idea what the biggest seller is and what people go for? I know a lot of the times those packages go quick and people love those. The packages normally do go pretty fast. Um, we have like a, a huge one too that usually lasts to like the last day, and then somebody's like, "Oh, I need more fireworks. I can right. get that one." Or they have a party and they're like, "Hey, I need some fireworks." Right. And we're like, "We got the one for you." Exactly. Um, cakes though, uh, yeah. and orders um, specifically. I mean, they change every year. Right. But we have some that are constant sellers and. Yeah, I, I understand. I, the crew I used to run with, they were a little bit firework crazy. So we did, I think it was the, I want to say it was not the summer 98 or summer 99, we lit off a million firecrackers. They literally bought a million firecrackers and we lit them off and it took 10 minutes. And the it took longer to set up and clean up than it actually did for them to blow up. So. I knew that like July 5th, one of those years I had a terrible headache. Now I know why. <laughs> that would be that would be the Friesens and myself so, okay. Okay. and the Tozers. So. Like, oh, Tozers don't like fireworks. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. What, what about the safety aspects? What can you can tell the county members how to stay safe this upcoming 4th of July? I mean, it's always dangerous. I know I've had you, as a kid growing up, you've always had one of the firecrackers might have a shorter fuse or something. We have those happen. We do. But how can the county stay safe? I would say just, I mean, buy, shoot off where you, what you buy in mm -hmm. the area that you buy it in. Um, Make sure that the instructions on there. It's, if it's a mortar, it goes on the ground. We don't put it in our hands. Right. Um, try not to light things off in your hands. I know it's tempting right. for those that are right crazy into fireworks, but that's when things get dangerous. Um, as far as the weather, you know, if it's dry that week, mm -hmm. make sure that we we pick a, a good area to shoot yeah. off in. Yeah, I bet that would be interesting to see how the, the county fire calls go up the in the first four days of July. Well, let's hope that people use good sense and that they don't. We don't right. want to put these first responders at risk either. That's true. So. That's true. Um, what else about the fireworks? Anything, anything come to mind? No, just come out and see us. We All usually right. have uh, some good stuff, and usually most of us are there. One nice. Good deal. The other, so good deal. Well, great. People stop by and say hi and Absolutely. say thank you. And Josh, is there anything you'd like to add? I think that's it. Hey, well, thank you so much for coming on. And we really, yeah. really appreciate what you do for our the community exactly. and Harvey County. And and if we can get out and support and buy some fireworks and enjoy the 4th of July, we're going to get people to try and come do that. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. Thank right. you and, so much. You know, I just want to say I, I appreciate you sharing that you guys are a 501 because I think that sometimes people forget that you can support these organizations mm -hmm. through charitable giving. And we all need to be mindful of that and pick a place and write them a nice check a couple times a year. These people are making our county safer yes. and responding to events that are very much out of their control and really out of other people's control. And that's a really great way to support is as inquire, you call the county courthouse and somebody will tell you. And if you can't find it there, give us an email and we'll get the answer. Yep, but absolutely. we want to encourage people to really be generous and write checks to things like that or, or these expedition packs that I spoke of. 
that the library has. It's through a lot of times through people's charitable giving mm-hmm. that good things happen. So thanks for your work. Thank you so much. And yes. Yeah, we're glad that you're Thank here you. today. So yeah, this is a great deal. That's that as the fireworks stand at B and B Lumber, the old Kmart. Correct. You, you want know, Jackie get on? Yeah, we'll hop get on Jackie. Here. Yeah. So thank you again, Josh, for coming in. Appreciate it. Yeah. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon. So we've got all kinds of things still coming on up with Heston. We've got ball. We've got all kinds of stuff. Um, like we said, Fuquay's summer summer blowout is the twenty third. Jackie's on her way in to talk some HPL library stuff, and we are. Re- She's gonna make her way in, and we're and kind of in the thick it, of summer sports we are, right we are, now. Yeah, too. we are. We are absolutely a lot, in the thick lot of, of little ball games, a lot of ball games swim meets, and um, is the men's league playing these days? Yet? Golf. Well, well, I, I no, wasn't thinking golf. I was thinking softball. Are there men's no, league teams? Uh, I believe that starts this Friday, actually. Lance Carter told me that they okay. start Friday. So so if people are tired of re-watching the re-watches of the reruns of the episodes of The Office. <laughs> When Michael jumps off on the bouncy house, okay. <laughs> you need to come out and watch some softball, but stop at the library on your way to a ball game and get a good book to read when there's no ball games. We, or pick up, you know, a season of The Office. True. If you really want to watch the reruns. Or those the expedition packs we talked about. That's right. Yeah. Expedition packs are going quick. Um, wow. Okay. There's so much going on. Okay. So first off, um, I saw Mr. Fuqua was in here. And I've got a big shout out to him. He was the one that made the motion for the library to receive some additional funding in 2024. Thanks, Larry. It was a tremendous amount of work and effort by staff and then having council understand where we were coming from. So we are Mm -hmm. hiring a new librarian. We are in that process. It is really exciting. Um, It's really, really cool that we had support from our city and from the council to be able to continue to meet the needs of of the community in a really profound way. Great stuff. Um, So I'm like from the 30,000 foot view, that's what I'm like super charged about. Um, For our patrons, though, what they're excited about is today we've got rock painting. Um, Our story walk is Ricky the Rock that couldn't roll. (laughs) So we are tying in. Sounds like he's a brick. Kind of. He can't roll because he's got a flat spot. That's a break. (laughs) Yeah. So all of his friends come and decorate Ricky the Rock. So this is tied into our our book walk story, Ricky the Rock that couldn't roll. We've got glow-in-the-dark paints. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, That is for all ages. So if you want to come in as an adult and do, like, this super beautiful – rock painting was a thing for quite a while, like – Beautiful mandalas and patterns and like this frog. This rock looks like a frog. I'm going to make it so. So mm-hmm. and when does it, that start? Today? So it starts at three o'clock today. Okay. Um, and then the other fun thing is that if you're three and you're like, this rock looks like a frog. I'm gonna paint it all green. You can totally do that too. So it's for mm-hmm. all ages. Um, Wednesday, I'm really excited. We have our Wednesday Wigglers at 10 o'clock, and that's going to be a drum-themed, music-themed story time because at 3 o'clock on Wednesday, yes, it's pattern recognition. (laughs) We are having Everett from Prairie View come out and lead a community Mm. drum circle here at the library. That'll be great. That will be outside in our pavilion. Um, Say the time of that again. Three o'clock tomorrow. on Wednesday. Tomorrow, yep. three, three o'clock, o'clock on Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, there will be drums. There will be egg shakers. There will be rhythm sticks. There will be all kinds of amazing things. Um, we do ask that you be eight years old or older to participate. Um, I thought you would say eight or younger, and I was going to be out. I was going to be 
ineligible to participate. No, that's our story okay. time. If you come to our story time, you can totally engage in some of the same rhythm activities and, and have some drumming fun at our story time, too. We don't want our littles left out. Thursday. Oh, my goodness. So Thursday, we are halfway through summer library program, which oh man. blows my mind. Halfway. Oh. Um, so Thursday, we have our cardboard drive-in. Um, you will get a box. And when I say box, I have boxes big enough for Rusty and a yeah. friend. So, so the, the Caring Hands Humane Society recently got new cat cages, cat um, carriers, carriers. yeah, got new cat houses and they had heard we had a call out for boxes and said, you want these things? I'm like, sure, that sounds great. I'll bring, I've got an SUV I can bring. I can, I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I, I got there and I'm like, and Scott looks at me and I'm like, I have miscalculated. Um, the boxes are no kidding, probably four foot wide by about five foot tall. They are comfortable enough for your whole family to have. It's not a drive-in car. It's a drive-in like box. Okay, yeah. it's a it's a VW Bug. Like Perfect. you want to make your own VW bus out of this thing. I'm all about that life. So nice. we've got some of those available. But you create your car, you drive in. The first showing is 1973's Disney's Robin Hood, the animated with the foxes. Not the love loved. bug. Not the no. <laughs> loved that. Okay, movie. it's a great movie. Loved that movie. So and to scratch the itch for the adults, bring your camp chairs. Uh, there will be a double feature because it's a drive-in, right? Right. Perfect. So the double feature is Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> because who doesn't love a good Mel Brooks movie? Right. Exactly. That's so very true. Very that's going to start at seven thirty. There's going to be free popcorn, free fruit snacks. Um, we're going to have little bottles of water. Come on in. It's inside. It's in the library. Kansas wind, rain, weather, mosquitoes ain't got nothing on us. Right. You guys are smart and you're planning. Wonderful. It's going to be a great time. Very, Um, very cool. Don't forget you can – the book walk is changing out. So if you want to – if you want to get Rick rolled at – Dick Arboretum, there is one last opportunity to do so. We are changing that book out, which means there's going to be another ticket available next week. Um, Cool. So lots, lots happening. We have – I just checked uh, yesterday, 384 people registered for summer library program. That is so many. That's wonderful. Here's context. That is 10% of the Heston community. One in 10. That is awesome. That's great. It's such a wonderful thing. And we've gotten such amazing support. Uh, a little sneak peek in July. Not only do we have the bingo challenge going on, but in July we also are partnering with the HRCE and with um, the K State Extension Office. Okay, this and, is going to be fun. And then also, um, I am reached out to Common Grounds. They're a locally sourced farmers market. They host the farmers market at the senior center. And we are all working together to present Canning 101 and Canning 201 through the library. So it's going to be the first. It's going to be on July 11th. It's going to be a quick refrigerator pickle. So no canning experience needed. The library, um, we reached out to the community and said we need jars. And they responded in force. So all of this is free because the library is able to provide the canning jars and the materials needed. HRCE is letting us into the fax classrooms. So you actually get to experience what this is like doing this in a kitchen. K-State Extension is bringing the brain power. We're getting locally sourced veg. So yeah. And Rusty will be giving pickles <laughs> away for his Labor Day gifts. 
You give away Labor Day gifts? Well, you <laughs> I, you missed last year, so this year you need oh, okay. to have some I pickles ready for yeah, Jackie I, and for me. Yes. I see. Okay. Not so bread and butter. Just These are just quick pickles. Why not bread and butter? I, bread and butter pickles are bad. Bread and butter pickles. I'm throwing that like out them, there. But, but I, they're really good. Go learn how to make a pickle because anyway, you know how so, to make everything else. I don't know how to make everything else. But well, but now <laughs> you can learn. Now you can add a quick refrigerator pickle on July 11th to That's your. That's so fun. So it's, it's really amazing to see all of these different pieces that we can pull together between yeah. HRCE and the library and the extension office and the common grounds and the senior center. So it just. It feels really good to be able to look forward to things like that. Um, summer library program is still in full swing. Cool. So And people can still join. They absolutely. Can still if you want to get in on summer library program, you can still do that in July. Um, we have our end of year, our end of programming party on June 29th. I still want to see Rusty in pantaloons with our party like it's 1923. Um, chill will be there. There will be the opportunity to get some free snow cones. Um, but that will conclude the all together now activities. There will be a bingo challenge in July that will be worth 20 summer library program tickets if you get a blackout. Um, and then the quick refrigerator pickle and then canning 201, which is water bath canning. Um, so they're, they're going to do the full the full deal on how to can things. We're working locally sourced. Perfect. Sounds good. It's great. amazing. Yeah. It Thanks it's for fun. all your work on yes, that. I absolutely. mean, really, your slogan um, should just be more than books. You know, it oh, should just be libra- HPL more than books. Yep. Libraries have gone so far beyond books that yeah. that's, that's kind of beyond the page. There's yes. another tagline for you. I like yep. it. I like it. Well, I like it. thanks for all your work. It's Very been grateful. a lot of fun. Yeah. I cannot tell I cannot tell you how grateful I am for my staff who've just kept it rocking and for the community that has supported us through all of it, for my board members who have stepped up in ways that they never expected. Um, Good stuff. It's just been such an awesome ride. Yeah. Hey, Big speaking of applause, just quick, so. I'm going to slide in a okay. little thanks to all of the people who were able to yes. come out last uh, week on Wednesday, I believe it was, for the groundbreaking mm-hmm. um, for mm-hmm. the new mm-hmm. school edition. It was super fun to see so many people show up, and um, things are going to start coming down, going up, and yeah. doors are going to be open, and, um, you know, that two years is going to fly by. Yes, it will. So we should once again remind people we are taking a break. We will be back in July. We're going to shoot for July 12th, maybe, I think. that's Something like that. July 12th will be the next one because we're going to take a break. We're going to try and get the H-Town campers on. Uh, I think I can twist a few arms and get them in here. I think that would be pretty cool. We'll do it in the community room. We'll have all these kids. They'll be taking turns with a microphone. We'll have a lot of fun with that one. Right. And then we'll probably have one in early August, and we'll break it, and we'll cannonball back in as school starts but we got to catch our break too catch our break i too think probably so and um yeah i mean it's just been a lot of fun thanks to the library yes. and the um usw um for this equipment you know i mean it's just been almost a year that you 36 this is episode yeah. 36 and jackie you guys were talking about this and didn't even really understand what it was going to be yeah. and now well it's um, just kind of evolved which i think is yeah. so amazing it is you we know the library that, can provide the hardware and yeah, then you guys are cool, in with it cool deal yeah. awesome yeah we've enjoyed it so we have we have so but take, like i said a couple week break take a little break keep following us on facebook that's a great place for us to post updates right. on the weekly walk through h-town and we're going to go from there. And yeah. St- yeah. And, and my people that are behind, I had somebody confess, my, my pals out in Simpsonville, Kentucky, <laughs> 
they're not at the horse track today, but um, they said, we're a little behind on the podcast. I'm like, get caught up before I see you plenty, in a couple weeks. Plenty of time so there to you catch go. up. Plenty of time to my catch up. shout out to my people. All right. Well, once again, this has been the Weekly Lock through Rage Town coming from the hub of the community, Heston Public Library, recorded with podcast equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying we will talk to you in a couple weeks. Thank you.